This is Restoration Bible Church and Ministries. We are a people of excellence living purposefully. And now, here is God's servant, Reverend Tina Balanta, as she brings you God's word. We trust that you will be blessed as you listen. This morning, I'm going to be sharing briefly about the God of lusts, our miracles. The God of the last hour miracles. And I'm looking basically at Exodus chapter 14, the story of the children of Israel when they were by the Red Sea. They had already left Egypt and they were rejoicing and throwing celebration party as they were going because they thought it was done, it was settled. And um, somewhere along the line, while they got to the Red Sea and they camped, just trying to settle themselves before trying to see what's next. Somebody carried the head up and said, be like, say, dust to the blow for back. You know that kind of thing? Where you think that um, everything is settled. Everything is gone. I mean, thank God, Father, we give you praise for the day, victory. You know that kind of thing. So they were rejoicing when somebody said, Bill, I said, dust is blowing at the back. And by the time they all turned to look, the dust started getting bigger and bigger, and they realized that it was not ordinary, <laughs> it was not ordinary dust. But the people they had left behind, the people that had favored them, the people that they had uh, gone and asked, uh, Oga, that your chariots, can you borrow me? This, you know, the God had told them to ask their masters for anything they wanted, and they had given them. God had favored them when they were leaving. So they now realized that those people were chasing after them. They realized that those people ha- were not happy to see their back, and they were running after them. And like every other human being, fear came in, and they were concerned, and they were like, Ah, God, Moses, what happened? You had one that said, God said, I did not hear God for myself, but you, Pastor, you had God for me. You know that kind of thing. Pastor, you had one that had God. What's happening now? (laughs) But God had a plan for them. And God who has a plan for you will make your deliverance permanent in Jesus' name. Last hour miracles come to those who know they have been delivered from the captivity of the enemy. It comes to those who know they have been delivered from the captivity of the enemy. In Exodus 12, 51, there was something that, there was a phrase there that should have settled the matter for the children of Israel. But they were not certain about God. For them, they were just getting to know God. So that statement did not make any meaning. It came to pass the self-same day that the Lord did bring the children of Israel out of the land of Egypt by their armies. When he says by their armies, you know, in groups, all of them, every single one of them, God brought them out of the, children, um, out of the land of Egypt. For them, they thought their deliverance was partial. So they were afraid when the enemy showed up. Sometimes as children of God, when we see the goodness of God, you know, we are like, maybe God's deliverance over us is not, is not complete, it's not fully. That's why the things God has promised me, maybe that's why they are not happening. 
Maybe that's why they are not happening. Maybe what they say that Jesus did, maybe somewhere along the line, my name was deleted from the list. Maybe God has some other special people that he has decided to favor, and me, my name is not on the list. But for you and I as children of God, I want to say something. Your name was not deleted from any list. Amen? Your name was on the list of those that were redeemed, of those that were set free, of those that were delivered from the hands of the enemy, which means that when God made promises to bless you, he said, in blessing, I will bless you. That's what he told Abraham. And that same word is true for you and I this morning, that in blessing, God has blessed you and I with everything we could ever desire or need. So when the enemy shows up his ugly head and tries to put fear in you, remember what God has done for you. Remember what Jesus has done for you and stand your ground because it's when you stand your ground and refuse to give up that you'll enjoy the blessings that belong to you. I remember the testimony a dear sister gave in church some years ago. For those of us that attend sometimes in first services, I don't know if you might have been there when she was sharing it. She was on a plane. She was in a plane, she was moving, flying from one part of the country to another. And the plane started having, you know, the way planes do when, when the devil decides to stir up something. And she said the plane started, it wasn't normal turbulence, but it started going up and down. And everybody on the plane got scared and started screaming. But she said she remembered something. She remembered that what Jesus did to her was complete. What Jesus did for her was permanent. What Jesus did for her was settled and her name was written that she will fulfill the number of her days here on earth. It was not written that somewhere in the air a plane will malfunction and she'll come down. So she took authority. For those of us that are on the, in church that day, she sort of took authority and she started talking to God, not quietly, but she started praying, she started talking to God and she got other people on that plane to join her. Hallelujah. And to the glory of God, the plane calmed down and they were able to land successfully because somebody knew that her deliverance was total. Somebody knew her deliverance was total. Your deliverance from the hands of the enemy is complete. Your deliverance from every walk of evil against you is complete. And that means you can take hold of what is yours and tell the enemy to get lost. And he will in the name of Jesus. There are things you want to throw against you. There are things you want to do to make you not enjoy the benefits of God, the blessings of God that belong to you. But brothers and sisters, let's remember to stand on the fact that it was settled once and for all. And that settlement cannot be reversed in the name of Jesus. God is not going to sit down and watch the enemy de defeat you. He's not going to sit down and watch the enemy laugh at you. But rather, he'll make sure that you are the one that laughs at the enemy. And you'll laugh at his defeats in the name of Jesus. The love of God caused him to walk into your prison and defeat the enemies of your soul and your destiny. Talking about God of the last hour miracles. The love of God caused him to walk into your prison and defeat the enemies of your soul and your destiny. Now, when we're talking about prison and um, things like that, basically there are people that, because of generational issues, they, they just allow limitation to hold themselves. There are some cultures, I'm not going to call the name of this particular culture because we're all here, we know, we know ourselves. 
But you know, there are some cultures where there are some villages where there's nothing, nobody prospering in that community. There's nobody prospering in that community. I know of a particular community. No hospital, no schools. And it's big enough to have, but no hospitals, no schools, nothing good. The only thing that brings people there is the market there and they go out. And what happens is people from such communities on their own, they accept that limitation. They accept the captivity that has been put on that land and they tell themselves that because I am from this place, even though I'm a child of God, this limitation will not allow me to rise above this level. I want to tell you that that's not your portion. That is not your portion. Even if it is the portion of the land you are coming from, the day you made Jesus the Lord of your lives, you changed addresses, you changed homes, you changed communities. The DNA that now flows through you is different from that DNA. It's different from that DNA that says because you come from this local government, you cannot rise above this level. You cannot get educated. You cannot build a good house. You cannot have a good... That is wrong. That's not you. What God has declared for you, what God has written against your name, is what you will enjoy in the name of Jesus. So prisons like that, Jesus paid the price that will walk out of those prisons. And the person who knows and understands that is the person that will keep standing, no matter how hard they are pushed against the wall. Because they know that sink or swim, live or die, God's words are yes and amen. And those words will come to pass over your lives. Amen? So no matter where you come from, no matter what your community is all about, no matter what your family is about, remember that Jesus came to give liberty to you as his child. Jesus came to bring you out of the hands of the enemy. And you are no more going back there in the name of Jesus. That's why it says in Ephesians 4 that he led captivity captive says there that he led captivity captives. He led the ogre of the prison captive. He led the devil captive. He took them. He triumphed over them. He disgraced him in public so that you will not be disgraced. So no matter where you find yourselves, you will never be disgraced in the name of Jesus. Jesus was shamed and disgraced so that you will not be in his place. If you ever ask God to show you his heart, he will take you back to the cross of Calvary. That's one thing I've realized about God. If you ever ask him to show his heart for you, he'll take you to the cross of Calvary. He'll take you to that day where Jesus was crucified. He'll take you to that day, starting from the day before where Jesus' back was broken and bruised. He'll take you to that day so that you'll know that if he could give his only son for you, there is nothing you'll ever ask him for that he'll not give to you. So last our miracles are what our Father specializes in. And your name is next on the list for one in the name of Jesus. So whatever you're trusting God for, whatever you have written in your diary, whatever you've told your Father that you, you are trusting him for in this season and in this hour, he will cost you to walk into it in the name of Jesus. Bible says in Colossians 2.15 that he spoiled principalities and powers. He made a show of them openly. He made a show of them openly. He triumphed over them in it for you so that you can walk in the victory that is yours. So that you can enjoy the blessings that belong to you. You will enjoy all your father has paid for in Jesus' name. The enemy has been bound in your stead. Colossians 1.12 and 13. 
says we give thanks to the Father who has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light and has delivered us from the power of darkness. Power of darkness is power of limitations. It's power of failures. It's power of evil. It's power of everything negative that could ever come against you. Bible says that you have been delivered from the power of darkness. And that deliverance over your life is permanent. Amen? It's permanent. Every deliverance that Jesus paid for you to have is permanent. And he has translated you into the kingdom of his own dear son. The kingdom of light. Light is increase. Light is abundance. Light is prosperity. Light is the goodness that belongs to you. That is where Jesus has placed you. So if you find that there are a lot of dark things around you, it means you are looking in the wrong direction. Don't look at where you are coming from, but look at where you are going to. Because where you are going to is ahead. Where you are going to is greater. And where you are going to is full of the blessings of God where you are concerned. Praise the Lord. So Jesus wanted you to walk free of the enemy, and he wants you free from the chains and shackles that have held you captive. So that's why Jesus went to the cross for you. And what he did for you, no man can change. Amen? What Jesus did for you, no man can change. No one can change it because it's settled. There are things that run in different people's families. Things like nobody going above a particular level. Sometimes even things like nobody living beyond a certain age. There are some people that... If you talk to them, they will tell you that there's no old person in their clan. There's no old person in their family. Because that is the law of their land. And I always tell them, that might be the law of your land. But sure you remember that you now belong to a different land. You belong to a different heritage. The heritage that you belong to as a child of God is permanent. But it takes those who will fight for it. It takes those who fight for it. How do you fight for it? By standing your grounds and refusing to give in when the enemy pushes you. The children of Israel in Exodus chapter 14, they had their backs to the wall. Let me put it the correct way. They had their faces to the Red Sea. Their backs were to the armies of Pharaoh. So they were facing the Red Sea. They could not go anywhere. To the left was the Red Sea. To the right was the Red Sea. Because it wasn't a narrow thing, but it was a long thing. So there was nowhere they could go. Their back was against the wall. And all they could do at that time was to hold on to God. Because Moses said, look, the Egyptians you see today, you will see them no more. Wait and see the salvation of the Lord. Wait and see the salvation of the Lord. It is the waiting that is hard for us. How many of us agree with that? It is a waiting. When they say wait and see the salvation of the Lord, you, you are saying, God, you said I should wait. You said I should wait, but the enemies are coming. God says, calm down. They are coming, but me, I can also see them. And I'm timing it so that as they are coming, they will follow you into the Red Sea. And when you are going out, the Red Sea will cover them and they will drown before you. That's God's plan for you all the time. The enemies that are chasing you and that you see today, you'll see them no more in the name of Jesus. Because what God has said concerning you is that you will walk across and not get stuck in the middle of this Red Sea. So living from hand to mouth is not what God has said for you, but everything he has written for you 
he will cause to come your way. He will cause you to enjoy them in the name of Jesus. The love of God for you can never be wiped out. It can never fail. We've heard a lot about that in recent weeks, I think. God loves us irrespective of your past. Irrespective of where you are coming from, God loves you. His love for you is sure. It's certain. It cannot be changed. There's nothing we could ever have done that would make God say, no, I, I, I don't think I'll, I'll give you the last hour miracle that you are asking me for. I don't think you are good enough to deserve it. If you ever get to a point where you think you are not good enough to deserve what God has planned for you, then it means you are looking in the wrong direction. That's the thing. You are looking in the wrong direction. Because God is always looking at the cross to decide what to do to us. He's always looking at the cross to decide what to do for us. He's not looking at our past. He's not looking at the things we've done wrong. He's not looking at the places we have missed, missed it. But he's looking to the cross. Everything for God starts from the cross where you are concerned as a child of God. And when you keep your eyes to the cross, that last hour miracle will not defeat you. It will not pass you by in the name of Jesus. It will locate your house. It will locate your address in the name of Jesus. Because there's nothing about you that will make God say, this my child is too bad. There's nothing about you that will make God ever say that. There is nothing. Romans 8.32 says, he who did not spare his only son, how shall he not with him freely give us all things? How shall he not with him freely give us all things? If God allowed Jesus to die for you and I, he put him on the altar, he was broken, he was bruised. You can never want anything more than God will want it for you. You can never want anything more. The parent that gives a child the best is because they love the child. You can never outrun the love of God for you. That's why his goodness is always running after you. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life. Not some of your days, but all the days of your life. Goodness and mercy will pursue you. It will follow you. And that's why sometimes while you are not even thinking, you find that you get to the last hour. You are not thinking of it, but God remembers that last hour and he visits you. And he shows up on your behalf. And he causes the doors to open for you. The doors will open for you permanently in the name of Jesus. God said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. When he says that, it means that when it is time, he will visit you. So God will show up on your behalf in the name of Jesus. Isaiah 49 verse 14. A natural mother can never forget her child. Isaiah 49, 14 to 16. A natural mother can never forget her child. If a mother has gone out and there's no food in the house and she does not, she did not remember to provide food or she left house and did not know she would be late before getting home, she will do everything she can to make sure she gets back in time for food for the children. Not in time for a girl, but in time for the children. <laughs> Because there's somebody that can hold the stomach more than the other. That's why God said a natural mother can never forget her child. What's more of your father in heaven who cares about you? But Zion said the Lord has forsaken me 
and my Lord has forgotten me. I decided to start from there because I realized that sometimes we feel that way ourselves. There are times when we feel maybe God has forgotten. Maybe God did not remember. God, this thing, we started praying about it 10 years ago. We're still praying about it. Father, is it that you have forgotten me? God, what is it that I have done that made you not look at me, that is making you not visit me on this matter? Zion said, the Lord has forsaken me and my God has forgotten me. Then the Lord said, can a woman forget her suckling child, that she should not have compassion on the son of her womb? Yea, they may forget, yet will I not forget thee. God will never forget you in the name of Jesus. Whatever your needs are, your father remembers them. Your father knows you have needs of those things. And he has made provision for them and will cause them to locate you at the right time in the name of Jesus. God will never forsake you. He said, it's nursing mother might. She might. She might. There's this story, in, I don't know if it's in the book of Kings, when there was famine in the land. We read about it last week. There was famine in the land, and some women decided to kill, to eat their children. They didn't kill the children, but you know, that kind today will eat this child, tomorrow will eat the next child. You remember the stories in the book of Kings there. And when you read such things in the Bible, you wonder what kind of a heart will a mother have for that. That's why God said a nursing, a nursing mother might forget. She might forget the compassion for her child. She might forget the labor pains. She might forget what it took her to produce those children. But God himself will never forget you and I. That's why God said that. That he'll never forget you and I. He now goes ahead to say, Behold, I have graven you upon the palms of my hand. I have tattooed you upon the palms of my hand. I have tattooed you upon the palms of my hands. And your walls are continually before me. Our walls continually being before God means that anytime he raises up his hand, he sees your name. Anytime he raises up his hand, he sees your need. Anytime you raise up your hand, he sees your prayer request. And he knows that you are concerned about those things. He has it on his mind every time. He has not forgotten you. He has not forgotten you. He remembers you as his child. He remembers you as the only one that he cares about. Even though there are a million people on the face of the earth, you are unique and you are special before your Father in heaven. And that's why he will never forget to answer you or meet you at the point of your needs in the name of Jesus. Tattoos are permanent. I remember years ago, just before my grandmother passed, I decided to go and see her because I knew she was going. So some of us, in um, three, three of us here, we went to see her. And she was showing me the tattoos she made on her body. She was 104 when she passed. So the tattoos, she said she made those tattoos before she got married. In their own days, you know all those designs that they'll make on the, the bodies. On, in their days, she said those were the ways they'll beautify themselves. So that when they are walking, the young men will see them. And those things will attract the young men. After over 80 years... Those tattoos were still there. They were very clear. You could see the image. You could see what it was. Soap had not removed it. Sponge had not removed it. There was nothing she used on her body that removed it. It was a permanent thing. 
And I remember looking at it that day, and what was going through my mind was that if God has tattooed, if natural tattoo can remain 80 years, it's not removable. What's more of God's kind of tattoo? It means that there is nothing about you that will ever be wiped out from God's memory. There is no time God will think about you that he'll say, mm, I've forgotten my child. Because your name is there. Your name is there. How old are you? God has not forgotten you. How old has your issue been? God has not forgotten you. How old have your circumstances been? God has you on his mind. He'll never forget you. He'll never forsake you. And he'll cause everything you have trusted him for to come to you at the right time in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Natural tattoo. Over 80 years, it didn't disappear. It didn't disappear. But it was a thing. You know, and she was like, she just felt because I specifically asked, I want to see, I want a picture of it. I want a picture of it to remind myself that the tattoo of my name on God's, finger, on God's hand will never be closed. It will never be wiped off. That means anytime I call God, instantly he hears. Instant he has an answer. He has a provision he has made. And that provision will locate you. Hallelujah. God is a faithful father and what he has written concerning you, there is no way he'll forget it. There is no way that he'll forget the things that, he, that concern you in the name of Jesus. Exodus chapter 14. Let's open our Bibles there for those of us that still carry Bibles. <laughs> Exodus chapter 14. Verse 10, Exodus 14, verse 10. We need to believe in God's ability to deliver us when we're trusting him for last hour miracles. We need to believe in God's ability to meet us at the point of our needs. We need to believe in God's ability to meet us at the point of our needs. To be able to believe God, that God will do that, we need to know God for who he is. Exodus 14, 10 and 11. And when Pharaoh drew nigh, the children of Israel lifted up their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians marched after them, and they were so afraid. And the children of Israel cried out unto the Lord. And they said unto Moses, because there were no graves in Egypt, is that why you've taken us away to die in the wilderness? Wherefore have you dealt thus with us to carry us forth out of Egypt? Sometimes there are situations where we find ourselves in, maybe in our offices or with family members. There are situations we might find ourselves in and we feel like we are abandoned. We feel like there is no help. Jonah found himself in a situation like that many, many years ago. Jonah found himself in the belly of a fish. And he thought there was no way God would visit him. He thought there was no way out of it. And while he was in the belly of the fish, he started crying out to God. He remembered God. What I find interesting is the fact that it took Jonah three days to remember God. It took Jonah three days to remember that God was alive and that God was faithful. We get into situations. They are knocking at our door morning and night. You are owing me. They are knocking at our door. 
and they say, you've done this, your child has done this. And in all of it, we don't remember God until the last day. That's what happened to Jonah. He spent two days. On the third day, he remembered that there is a God that sent me on assignment. I refused the assignment of God. Maybe that's why I'm in the fish's stomach. May you not find yourself in the belly of a fish in Jesus' name. <laughs> Jonah cried out unto God. And the Bible says God heard Jonah. And the moment Jonah cried and prayed, God tickles the fish and the fish vomited Jonah out. Just when he was about to give up, just when his soul was fainting within him, just when he was about to die from lack of oxygen, just when about the time that his debts were overwhelming him, the time when the market forces were very negative and there was no way he was going to find a way out, God did something and the fish vomited him out and he now found himself alive once more and able to breathe. At the last minute, always remember that God does not forget his people. He will show up on your behalf and give you the victory in the name of Jesus. Like I said in the first service, in Luke chapter 5, Peter needed a miracle. They had gone fishing with his friends, with his business partners. They had gone looking for food for their families. They went out. They didn't see anything. When they came, Jesus used their boats as a platform, as a pulpit. He preached. Then Jesus now turned to them and told them, I know you have gone fishing all night, but go back again. Go back to that office that you went to knock at. Go back. Brother that is looking for a wife to marry, go back to that sister that you talked and the sister refused to answer you. She will answer you. You went to the office and you knocked at the door. The door, they refused to answer you in that door. They refused to give you what you needed. You went to the business center and they said, we don't have any vacancies. You went to school and they said your jam scores are not good enough. Or in the process of somehow, somehow, one clerk removed your name. Go back there. Because when you go back there, the God who is the God of last hour miracles will cause your name to find out, to show up in that situation in the name of Jesus. God does not forget his people. He doesn't forget his people. Remember, your name is tattooed. Permanent tattoo cannot be wiped out on the palm of his hands, on the palm of his hands. It's there. It cannot be changed. So if you always remember that God has you on his mind, God is ever mindful of you. If you always remember that, you always find out that at the last minute, God will visit you and give you the miracle you're trusting him for in the name of Jesus. Jonah 2, 7, when my soul fainted within me, I remembered the Lord. I remembered the Lord, and my prayer came in unto thee, into thy holy temple. But I will sacrifice unto thee with the voice of thanksgiving. I will pay that that I have vowed. Salvation is of the Lord. Deliverance is of the Lord. Healing is of the Lord. Protection is of the Lord. Open doors come from the Lord. Overflows come from the Lord. Hallelujah. Once we realize that everything we need comes from the Lord, we'll keep standing our grounds and we'll refuse to take no for an answer. The person who is very easy to take no for an answer is the person that misses that 11th hour miracle. Because by the time you are getting to the end, you just, after I've waited this long, it has not happened, I might as well go and do something else. Mm -mm 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 -mm. 
That's not what God says. Having done all to stand, stand. And as you keep standing, that door will open before you in the name of Jesus. God has a plan and his plan will always show up. Even if it's at the end of the day, God's plan will always show up where you are concerned. Because God will never leave you, he'll never forsake you. God will visit you and he'll do for you what he has spoken concerning you in the name of Jesus. The promises of God where we are concerned, they are always yes and amen. So let's learn to ignore circumstances. Let's learn to ignore what is hitting us in the face and keep our eyes focused on the God who is ever faithful. And that God will open doors on our behalf in the name of Jesus. Last hour miracles are your portion. Last hour miracles are coming your way. And last hour miracles will cause you to be a testimony in your community in the name of Jesus. Let's rise to our feet this morning, knowing that God is a faithful Father. Heavenly Father, we thank you for who you are to us. We thank you because you are a God of last hour miracles. You are a God that once we stand our ground, you'll open doors and you'll cause overflows to come our way. Father, even as we look at the rest of this month and the rest of this year for us as a church, we look at ourselves walking into the last hour miracles that belong to us in the name of Jesus. I speak your miracles over the lives of your children in the name of Jesus. Everything you have spoken to them concerning the overflow that they are trusting you for and they are believing you for, Father, even before this year comes to an end for us as a church, we call those miracles forth into their lives in the name of Jesus. We call financial overflow into their lives in the name of Jesus. We call health overflow into their lives in the name of Jesus. We call abundance overflow into their lives in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for open doors. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you for listening to today's message. Do join us same time next week. Follow us on our social media handles, Facebook and Instagram at Restoration Ministries International. Twitter and Mixilar at RBCM Online and our website is www.rbcmonline.org You can also be part of our live power park services every Wednesday by 5.30pm and on Sunday by 7am and 8.30am respectively at Restoration International Conference Center RICC Romanew Extension Kaduna South. God bless you.